joking, he's joking, don't worry. All right, let's go. God, would you speak powerfully through him? Would you set his eyes on you? Would you set our eyes on you, God? Jesus, we come so expectantly. We know that you are here. We know that you have a powerful thing to say to us. We know that you want to meet with us, your children tonight. So God, I ask that you would bless Matt, that he would be um, a river now, that he would take what you've spoken to him and that he would speak it in your power to our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you, Emily. All right. Well, tonight I want to bring the invitation into our week together on this theme of living a spirit-led life. That is my aim tonight, to bring the invitation from Jesus to you and then work out what to do with that for the beginning of our week. And... Our heart in Soul Survivor, which I don't think is a Soul Survivor only thing, our thing, our heart together is that we would be a young people, young adults and young at heart, who would worship God with passion because of his passion for us. That we would worship God in practical faith because he is practical with us. And that we would worship God empowered by his Holy Spirit, because that is his plan and his desire for us. So our heart this week is that by Saturday night, that there has been an opportunity for you to have one or 20 times to have some prayer to say, Jesus, I want you and I would love to receive the gift of your Holy Spirit afresh today. So our heart is that that might happen, that we would then be his people going out, filled up with God, doing the work of God. Amen? That's our heart and our hope for this week. The invitation, though, doesn't come from me. It comes from Jesus. Have you got your Bibles? And would you like to come to the invitation, John chapter 7, verse 37. John Chapter 7, verse 37. John 7, verse 37. So I, want to, I would like to look at the invite. I would like to look a little bit at the background to the invite. And then I would like to practically ask the question, what do we do with this invite from our Jesus? So the invitation, John 7, verse 37 says this. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within them. And by this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. How good is our Jesus that he's... Uh, invitation to you is to have streams of living water flowing from within you. Now, if anyone's a little bit worried about, that's a lot of water, and what am I going to do with that? If it's a bit too arty, that concept from Jesus, would you come with me 
to the right in your Bible or scroll down if you're that way inclined to a book called Galatians. And Paul, uh, one of the followers of Jesus, so come with me to Galatians. Come on. We love opening up the Bible together at Seoul. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. So if that, if that was too arty, streams of living water flowing from within you and you're like thinking of other things, here is Paul making this practical. Galatians 5, verse 22 says this, up on the screen as well. But the fruit of the Spirit is, let's read it out, it's don't give up. And against us seeing there is no law. Right, okay. Look again. Oh, could we go back to the left? Thank you. Look again at what Jesus is offering you. Jesus Christ is offering us love. He is offering you to be satisfied in your life, which is to be loved, isn't it? When you know that you are loved, you are very, very satisfied. Jesus is offering that to you. Who wants it? Thank you, three people. What about an Australian church that is full of joy? Don't put it on. Come on. We this week want to learn about joy again. We want to learn how to let joy out again because the Holy Spirit is busting to bring that joy of Jesus out of you that you would enjoy Jesus. He really is. He really wants that to happen. What about peace? Who needs peace? Okay, very good. And the list goes on of the streams of water that Jesus is offering you to flow from within you. Who wants that? Who wants this? Jesus is offering you this. And it is his Holy Spirit whom he has sent who brings this a reality. God bringing this a reality in our hearts and our lives. Now, last week, uh, Soul Survivor was in Goulburn with churches from Canberra and Wagga Wagga and a couple of other little places. And we went as a group of 100 to a place called Goulburn. And in Goulburn, there's a ministry called Liminous House. It's run by a family called the Pattersons who bought an old orphanage. 30 rooms, lots of land, and they've bought this to use for Jesus. What that means is they're going to plant a community garden where the community comes and gardens with them and finds out about Jesus along the way. Not as a trick, like do gardening and then I tell you about Jesus. We're going to do it anyway, and this is because of Jesus. They're going to run an education room for young people who are struggling in homework in that area. They're going to run a cafe to raise money for um, issues of child slavery in India. They're all doing this because of this. On the final day at Soul Survivor in Goulburn last week, they have a massive cross in the field. It's beautiful, a beautiful place. And we finished up all sitting around the cross, and I asked Maggie and Daryl if they would share. 
and this is what they said. The whole reason we are doing this is because when we talked to God about how we would like to live our life, we wanted to spend this one and only life that I've got in such an adventurous way with Jesus that he led us to this place because our reality is, is that when our eldest daughter died four years ago from heart failure, from a genetic disease, it absolutely came real to us that we've got one shot. And they asked the young people, how, and I'm asking you, how do you want to spend your one and only wild shot at life? How do you want to do it? How do you want to do it? Well, they've said yes to this invitation from Jesus that his streams of living water would flow from within them and they would take all those fruits of the Spirit and let them out, and that's what it means for them. It doesn't have to mean that for you, but that's what streams of living water looks like. People giving up what they've got to serve God in their own way to bless him with this one and only life. This is the invitation of Jesus. Is it a good invite? What an amazing invite from him. All right, secondly, let's go to uh, the background to this invite. Go left in your Bible. Back to John and chapter 1. John chapter 1 and the background to this invite of Jesus. John chapter 1, verse 32. And this starts with a guy called John the Baptist. Sorry, Anglicans, but um, he was a Baptist. All right. (laughs) Okay, John 1. It's only going to get better, isn't it? John 1. Verse 32 says this. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. That's Jesus. I wouldn't have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Jesus has come to send the Holy Spirit to live within us. Another part of the background, a different Bible verse, you don't have to go here, Ezekiel 37, it's in the Old Testament. And God says that he wants to live within your heart. God with us is God living inside of us. Friends, we are spiritual. Australians, I get it that we're like, cool, yeah, life, all right, mate. Right? I understand that and that's lovely. But you are a spiritual being, you're physical, you've got a brain, and you've got like, you know, physical, and, but you are spiritual as well. God has made you spiritual, and God wants to live in you. He's given you a heart, a soul, a spirit, and the question is, who gets to be king? Jesus would love to be your king. Jesus would love to be the one who rules your life and fills your very heart and soul. We are spiritual and Jesus wants to rest there. So he's come to baptize in Ezekiel 37. He's come to live within us in John chapter 16. You don't have to go here, but in John chapter 16, verse 7, Jesus says, unless I go away, I can't send the Holy Spirit to be with you. Now, I didn't know this when I was a little bit younger as a teenager. I heard about Jesus, 
But I didn't know about the Holy Spirit. And I didn't know that Jesus needed to go away and send someone else. I thought it was just Jesus that I, that I needed to know and believe and trust. Well, it is. But Jesus, the one who I know and trust, wants me to be baptized, immersed, filled up with God, the Spirit of Jesus. Now, for anyone who's like, how come there's like three parts of God and there's one God? I've got a little thought for you that helps simple old Matt, and it's this. You might think of God as God's surname. So there's Father God, there's Jesus, Son of God, and there's Holy Spirit of God. And the three of them are a family and they're inviting you into it. And that is amazing. And so that's a bit more of the background to this of Jesus' invite, but it's always been his intention to send his spirit to live within you so that you can communicate to God no matter where you are. No matter where you are. You can communicate with God and walk with God and be with God no matter where you are. God does not reside in buildings. He does not reside in Spotify. He does not reside in technology. He does not reside in things. He wants to reside in you. He wants to reside in you. He does not reside in lights, though I love them. Thank you very much for putting them up. Right? And I want to say this to us as young people, that sometimes we can think if we have the light, if we have the sound, if we sing like this. Um, no, if we don't sing like that. But if we have the vibe, we'll have God. And he's just, he loves it, he creates it, but he lives where? In us. He lives in us. So, John chapter 20, I would like you to come to this last one, and this is the last Bible verse um, to look up. John 20, this is the last part of this background to this wonderful invite. John 20, verse 22. And I think this is on the screen, yes, okay. Jesus has died, he's risen, he's now with the disciples and this is something he does and this is something he wants to do with you. And with that, Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive him. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive him. This is the background to this invitation. You see, God, as we know, and we might need to be reminded, is all about relationship. He is not about rules. He is into relationship. Relationships have guidelines. Relationships have nice ways of treating one another. But God is into relationship. And again, so he sends his spirit to help us to relate to him. Now, some of us might be thinking, well, do I have the Spirit at all. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul tells us anyone who says Jesus is Lord has the Spirit. Anyone who says Jesus is my Lord, Jesus is my leader and my Savior, you've got the Holy Spirit. You do. Isn't that great? Because everything that we have with Jesus is grace. Everything is. My faith in him is his grace to me. Everything I've got is because of his grace. Nothing that I've done can earn it. God has opened up your heart. If you said yes to Jesus as Lord of my life, you've got the Holy Spirit. So if I've got him, 
why are we talking about having more of him? Well, it's a relationship, as I just said before. And you might um, know God and you know what he's done and you like him, but he would like your relationship to go so much further. Um, I have a phone and I only use it for its basics. And when someone who's a lot younger than me shows me what my phone can do, I get rather excited and I realise I had no idea that it could do that much. And simply I want to say that some of us might be at that place with God. I like him, sure, happy to help him out time to time, but you might not know all that he can do. Um, when we were down at Canberra, at Goulburn, sorry, with Canberra people last week, uh, on the second day when I was asking Jesus for a scripture to encourage me, Ephesians chapter 3 came to mind where God wants to do immeasurably more than all I could ask. And I'm like, sure, that's cool for others, not for me. Typical Aussie feeling. And yet that day on the um, Tuesday, I just wanted things to be safe and go well and, and work out. You know, that, that was enough for me. But God went beyond my expectations on that day. And people came very close to Jesus People started um, using some of the gifts of the Spirit that I just, I thought that was for day three, you know, need a bit more warm up. Uh, but they started speaking in tongues pretty quickly, and uh, not all of them, but some of them. And the point just being, he did more than what I could have asked for that day. The Holy Spirit has got a lot to show you about God, and that's what Ali and Tom and I hope to do over this week. He's got a lot to show you. Um, that you might just be like, wow, God, you are amazing. To God be the glory, that might be it. So that's the invite, the background to the invite. So what are we going to do with the invite? Simply, I'd like to encourage us in this. I'd love you to consider saying thank you, God, for the invite. And I'm asking you to come and bring those streams of living water to me. I'm asking you to do it. Jesus says in Luke chapter 11, please ask, please knock, please seek. And if you do, I'll tell you what my God is in heaven is like. And I can't wait for you to hear Ali's got a wonderful talk to come on and exploring this. But my father loves to give you. He just loves it. And he's going to give you the Holy Spirit. It says that in Luke 11. So there's no sense of like I ask and maybe he'll do it. He'll do it. So, but what's going to happen to me? I remember this when I was um, uh, 18 and I asked um, God, all right, I've heard three weeks of, about the Holy Spirit and I've resisted all three weeks of going up the front because I was frightened. I didn't want to become strange. Thank you, Ali. And um, I realize I am already strange. But I did it then because I was a boy. And a little old lady came and prayed for me and I thought, phew nothing will happen and she prayed for me because I was rude and she prayed for me and nothing did happen. I didn't roll around, I didn't start jumping on the, um, you know, up there and I just didn't do all those things I thought that was going to happen when I said, yes, I would like to be filled with the Spirit. But what did happen was this, in retrospect, as I look back, what did happen was is that I actually started enjoying singing to Jesus for the first time. Because I'd sung about him and it's like, yeah, sure, let's go through this. 
but I actually enjoyed singing to Jesus for the first time. I started sharing about Jesus more boldly with my mates and on beach missions and things like that. That is a fruit and a result of the Spirit's work in our life. And things like the gift of tongues came later for me. Things like gift of prophecy came later for me. And um, uh, things like um, running events like this came much later for me as a result of being in a team. And... Um, so, and the journey is still on for me in learning what the Holy Spirit wants to do in me and help me to help others. And I'm, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. So we ask. Secondly, we receive. Um, I remember a, a, a soul survivor in Castle Hill Showground in 2011 when we had it there. And I remember there was a time of prayer ministry. People came forward and Mike, the leader of UK, was out and he said, receive the Holy Spirit and after about three minutes he got really frustrated and I'd never seen him do this before and he said receive the Holy Spirit and what dawned on me and I chatted with him afterwards is that we really struggle to receive we really struggle to receive we don't as kids did we we didn't as kids except when Aunt Myrtle always brought that Christmas present over to us and we're like oh here we go again this is not going to be exciting. Like, we get that. But we pretty much were excited about what we were going to get. And the thing is, without Jesus, if we would be less, whatever, less, maybe God will do something. Less, um, I don't think he's going to do something. And more, God, thank you. Thank you. I believe you're going to, I believe you're going to fill me with your spirit. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm asking you for your good Holy Spirit to live inside of me. And I'll tell you what is going to happen. Jesus is going to get glorified. I'm going to become more like Jesus as I grow day by day. But we don't want this receiving this week. And I just want to encourage you when you come and get prayer or prayer in the campsite or prayer wherever, that you don't be like, maybe he's going to do something. You say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Would you change the way you receive a present with God? Thank you, God. I believe in you. And let's keep going. Let's just keep going. Let's do, let's serve, let's bless um, in that way. Uh, in February, I went over to our Soul Survivor family. We're Ali and Joel and the family and Julieta from, and they put on a conference. Um, and I went there, and there were nine meetings in four days. And I thought, I just need to get prayer. I mean, I really needed a lot of time for God to fill me afresh because I need refilling. I really do. I can work hard for Jesus and then I just dry, I just dry up. And I needed his spirit to come upon me and to fill me afresh. And so most of the prayer ministry calls, no matter what they were, I'd go forward, you know, and... I went forward and I went forward for prayer and I want to say welcome to the club that it feels really vulnerable coming forward and saying, yeah, I'm up for this. But I want to say to you as best as I can, we are a family this week and we're going to operate as a family this week. And it is absolutely okay this week to say that I need God. It's absolutely okay this week, leaders and people who aren't leaders, it's absolutely okay to come up to God this week and just say, I need you. 
And not just once and not just twice, but as much as you want. Why not? Why not? So that we would leave filled with the Spirit, filled up with God to do the things of God. So please come and, and receive. And practically with that, sometimes we just encourage you to close your eyes. You can put your palms out to God. You don't have to do it. But I find it helpful as a way just to say, I'm open to you, God. I'd like you to come. And what I do is I eagerly expect that God wants to personally meet with me at that point in time. And so whatever he wants to do with me, it's like, you do it, Lord. You do it. If I feel like having a cry, it's okay to have a cry. If I want to have a lie down, it's okay to have a lie down. And you know what? For most of us, if it's just being there and being at peace and being comforted, boy, I need that too. Yes? The goal in receiving the Spirit is not to become more wacky. It's not to lie down. It's not to burst out into lots of different things. It's Jesus. The Holy Spirit brings us to Jesus, to encounter Jesus and to be with Jesus. That's his great desire. So what do we do? We ask, we receive, we have faith, and we step out. So where are you on the journey? Where are you on this journey at the beginning of the week? I don't know where you are, but where are you on the journey? Are you like, oh, I've never heard some of that stuff. I need to think about that. Great. I like, oh boy, I hope there's a lot more intelligent ones this week because like I heard that years ago, right? Great. Fine. I don't mind. But where are you on the journey and where am I on the journey? And together would we commit to Jesus' invitation this week and go on a journey with him and go on a journey to let the streams of living water flow from within where his spirit resides and see Jesus be glorified. Amen. Oh, thank you. Come again, again. Okay. Why don't we stand and would the band like to pop up?